Lights. Camera. Watch. Theater camp. This was um, directed by Molly Gordon and Nick Lieberman. Mm -hmm. And it was written by Molly Gordon, Nick Lieberman, Ben Platt, and um, Noah Galvin. So they're all star, except for Nick Lieberman, they're all in this movie. Mm. So it's very much like a self-made kind of situation. Um, first impressions, first thoughts, what do you think of this? I love this movie. I thought it was, I, I enjoy movies like this a lot, where it's just like, we just, give me a small concept and just go with it. Don't make this like some really giant convoluted, it's a very like traditional, like, hey, the there's a crisis, we need to band together and solve it and just do something like that. There's been movies like this all the time. There's like Camp Nowhere or like um, anything like... Um, dodgeball like you have to save the camp by performing and everybody's got something as simple as like just a movie just having like a premise that's like ridiculous Mm -hmm. should be enough like it can be it doesn't everything doesn't have to be superhero cgi as much money as we can put into it like stuff like this is like successful like this is literally a recipe for a success um did you know that this was based on a short film i i I didn't know that i think i read in the like at the end of the movie that was like based on a short story or something like that written by someone so so same people so the same people who um directed wrote it and like starred in it ben platt and all them um they had done like a short film i think it was like 2019 2020 like not too long ago Mm -hmm. and then someone had saw it and like gave them money to make it into a full thing because on the exact premise of like this is good enough to be a full feature film. Like this exactly. is this is a good enough premise to like make a comedy. Yeah, and you're not gonna be paying those little kids much. Oh no! Like yeah. it, you can tell that this was made like so cheaply. What do you think of the fact that it like was shot to be like a handheld kind of do-it-yourself documentary kind of? Frame? I love that stuff. They have some of these stuff on Netflix too. And the guy that was in this movie that plays the son was in one of those things. It's the one that like he poops on something and like it becomes this giant thing. It's he, like a he mockumentary. He dicks on cars. Yeah, it was I a think. mockumentary, exactly. And he was in it, and I love him. He has that goofy voice. Like he has this like he he seems like a YouTube. I'm sure he's a YouTuber too. Like and they probably used footage of him when he was a kid as well. I think he but, was a stand-up comedian first, and then now he's like into acting. But he's got like a huge everything he says like you want to laugh at. Yeah, it's great. Like his one-liners is like. Who stole my edibles or stuff like oh, that? Yeah. Like oh, the my kids CBD gummies. Yeah, my CBD. So funny. <clears throat> um, so I think the fact that it was shot like that really, really helps it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like I really love the way it opens. So it follows. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on this woman's name because I love her. But um, it's his mom, mm-hmm. uh, Joan. Yes. Is her name in the film. Joan. <laughs> and um, there it's like really, really motivational about like her and these kids and like empowering students through theater and expressing yourself and then it stroke she has a stroke and it's the first bye bye birdie medical incident ever recorded and then it just says like first day in the subject of our documentary is passed out from a show we made the decision to continue filming and when i saw this movie i didn't see the trailer before i saw it Uh just like i had a group of friends who were like hey you want to go see theater camp and i was like sure so when it opened with like her being super positive i was like oh like what am i walking into and the second it like hard cut to that i was like this is about to be a blast and it was i i saw the trailer for it for in another movie and it was the scene where they showed the cocaine going, the imaginary cocaine into the nose. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got to see what this movie's about. And if you have the AMC pass, just take any opportunity you can to watch whatever movie that's just available to you. But I just thought like all the characters were just adorable. Every, you can see you've had people like that in your life. Maybe not in theater camp, but you've had these types of instructors, teachers, 
like go getters and like you've exi- you've experienced theater camp in one form or another. Oh, one hundred percent. And like theater camp in general, I feel like no disrespect to people involved in theater and all this, but they know that they're the butt of the joke. Like the theater kid, the mm-hmm. theater person is like a very specific like brand glee. type of yes. And like they know that they fall into that category, and a lot of times they embrace it. And this movie is literally like so self aware on it that they're riffing on it. But I really, 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 really loved that the kids were not the butt of the joke. Mm -hmm. It was the adults. Yeah, because those are the people that thought they were going to go out and make it and become like these big actors and stars like that. But they end up coaching. Yeah. And literally it could not have been like, and they use the kids like to help support that. Mm -hmm. But they know that they are the butt of the joke and they are the ridiculousness. Like at one point, like they're doing the auditions. And Ben Platt's character says something about like, oh, this girl's going to sing a song. And he just leans in. It's like, oh, I can, I can picture her as a prostitute. And then it just like cuts <laughs> to like, just like a regular ass kid on the screen. And I was like, that is so funny because like a lot of the times it just cuts to them for like a reaction shot, but it's just them being like, what? Which is like so good. No, I enjoy it because it's like, that's what real life is. If you're around like little kids and like everyone just sitting there in the background, just talking shit. It's like, you know, Jimmy's going to get arrested when he turns like 17. Oh, 100%. I think some of the funniest jokes were the black screen cuts. Which one was that? What does that mean? Well, like every once in a while, like the the screen would just cut to black and there would be text on it. Oh shit. And like that just, there was so many punchlines from that. It would just be like, oh, whatever camp. And then they would just like narrate through. I wish I had some of them on can because literally every single time it cut to black, it was so fucking funny. Yeah. And I was happy that they did stuff like that because it's sort of like, we don't know what the fuck's going on. Let's just, let's just keep going. And I, and I like that because I think in many things just in life, like in this movie, it's a journey. Like, you know, the school is going to like shut down. Like, let's just fucking give it our all, you know? Yeah. And I just thought it was endearing because honestly, at any given moment, like any of those, and it's, it's also sad too, because like one of the, the teachers was like trying to go for another job and the other teacher's like, oh, you're not going to stick around with me. It's like, you're trying to move on. Yeah. And it's not like she's getting a job like in like, I don't know broadway she's gonna be performing, she's gonna on, a, be performing yeah, on a cruise yeah and you know like this poor lady she's and a featured soloist <laughs> they i mean like think about those people like everybody has these giant dreams of becoming someone and like how often do you end up like not you know doing it but it, as long as you're like happy and i think those the majority of the cast um aside from that other main guy that uh, what was his name the guy that was in love with that or the girl that was in love with that guy and he was um the gay instructor. Ben Platt's character. Ben Platt's character. He was just like, not going to make it. This is his life. Yeah. And But at least the other girl is shooting for her dreams. Speaking of that girl, I want to speak on Molly Gordon mm-hmm. for a little bit. Because she wrote and she directed this film. This mm-hmm. is the first film she ever Great directed. Job. I didn't think I'd ever seen her in anything before. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, who is this? Because she's so funny in this. Okay, because I don't know if I've seen her in anything. I rewatched Shiva Baby the other day because not I was scrolling through Max. And um, it's the same star... Uh, Rachel Sennett and director that's doing Bottoms. They're mm. working together for Bottoms. Oh, wow. So I, I wanted to rewatch it. And um, I had seen it before, but Molly Gordon plays her ex-girlfriend in that film. Essentially, it's like she goes to a shiva and her ex-girlfriend and her sugar daddy are both there. And mm. she has to like confront both of them like with her family. And like the whole thing place, like, take place in that one room. And um, I was like, oh my God, it's it's Molly Gordon from Theater Camp. I didn't think I had ever seen her in anything. So I guess maybe she's up and coming, but like, I think she's really, really great. Like she really shines on the screen. And like, if this is her first ever directed movie, I think she did an incredible job. I mean, good for her. Like, honestly, it's the, the summer of the women. They're just making it. Yeah, they're crushing. I mean, Nick Lieberman also did it, but I'm not familiar with him in any 
aspect. I, and this I, I is also know. his first film that he's yeah, ever Yeah, and I just like that this is, I think, Fox Searching Light and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, this is their A24. And I like these movies. These are the movies that need to come out that cost, like, a million dollars and make make $20 million. I think it made great <clears throat> box office. I've, I actually saw it twice. And oh, did both you? times I saw it... Um, I was really, really pleased that there were a lot of people in there because, like, I saw it the first time, like, right when Barbie and Oppenheimer and everything was happening. And so when I went to go get tickets for theater camp and saw that the room was already, like, kind of full when I mm-hmm. expected it to be empty, I was really, really pleasantly surprised that people were showing out to this movie because mm-hmm. that that made my heart warm that people are still going to go see a low-budget yeah, comedy because they, they keep were. these things alive. And both times, like, I laughed out loud and everybody in my theater I laughed agree. out there loud. I agree. There was more... You know, I'll, I think there's moments that I didn't get the jokes because I feel like I... I, I feel like I'm a baby boomer. Not like to say baby boomer. You know, there's boomers, but I feel like I'm a junior boomer. And like, I felt like there was just jokes. You're a millennial. Just, Come on. Millennials. It just flew past me. You know what I mean? Did you have a favorite joke though? Anything in this that you were thought was, it was like, really just funny? The, it was just that moment where that, the boy, that the boy that has the gay uh, fathers and stuff like that. He's like, yeah. I'm, I'm a cis male or oh, something. Oh, that was pretty funny. I, um, there was we just, always knew. We always knew. I'm like, <laughs> we're so proud of you, honey. I'm like, it's just, it's just a moment like that. It was just hilarious. Or just like uh, the CBD gummies or just like any of the, the kids just interacting with each other. They're just all adorable. They're just cute and sweet. I really, really liked the tear stick bit where she's like rubbing chapstick on her Oh, it's like you're cheating. Eye. You yeah. can't do this. You <laughs> think it's drugs. This is doping for actors. <laughs> Apologize right like, now. <laughs> I mean, they, it was just so interesting to see like that world. Because I can only imagine the jokes that people know that if you're a true theater person, you probably really know some of this stuff. Yeah. And the dramas that go in the background. But you know what part of fucking made me die? What? Like when they're saying like the what the plays were. Like every random play. Oh my they threw fucking God. Those are the plays that just like killed me. I can't even remember any of the names. But like so-and-so is going to be in this play and blah, blah, blah. And so-and-so is going to be in that play. I mean, just the names and it just made me that. And like the girl like literally was coming up with the songs like off the top of her head. She's oh my like, God. I So all throughout this whole movie, they make references, like random references to things that just seem like completely out of nowhere. And then they end up being in the play. Like at one mm-hmm. point he's sitting by the lake and he says on like a, a talk note recorded or whatever to himself, like paper mache nose and then in the scene where you mentioned with the cocaine there's the big paper mache nose going through there and i was like oh my god so many things that were like sprinkled out all played out in the final play and their fucking play was so surprisingly good like i did not expect like the final bit of this to actually be the play and for it to actually be like a coherent performance because the opening joke where it's like Every year, Amos and Rebecca Diane write a, a new play for the kids to star in, and then it cuts to this year they have not started writing. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I just love the fact that like everything was like a chain or train wreck in this movie, and they're just like going with it. Like everything is going wrong, but fucking dog, let's just keep going. They let's are just... all insane, but they're all p- pointing out that like the son is the insane one. Like he's the one who doesn't know what they're doing, but they're all a mess. Every single one of them. I, I do love the fact that there's randomly that like uh cold throat cold like. Uh, what's it called? That finance lady that was trying to broker the deal. Yeah. I think like fell in love with that stupid guy, like the son of yeah. the owner. I think I did she fall in love for him or was it No, just... she was trying to get with him for sure. Like I don't know if it was completely just to like trick him into signing the deal or if it was like I think that's how it started. Well, she said that she followed him on Instagram and was like interested in his hype, you know, like you know what also made me really laugh was you know how that the son of the the, the founder of the camp 
has like all these like followers mm-hmm. and they're like vips or like whatever they're oh called my God, like- I, I don't know what the, the word was that he used but it's like the vips and they all came through and they all were doing their own youtube with videos. the selfie sticks i died i was really I really, was really satisfied smart. i thought that was really funny but i was really satisfied that they just didn't have like daddy's money and saved it at the end like mm-hmm. i was i, I want to know what you thought about the ending because i thought it was really good i forgot what happened at the end at the end the airbnb host oh yeah he that, was that, holding, javier whatever his name is he just like hooked tim it up. or something he connected with the play because he also used to have a cocaine addict and worked on wall street <laughs> and um so he donates to save the camp because he has tons of money from his lawsuit or whatever no that was no honestly that those were parts were just like funny where it's like i think in the end they're like oh so and so goes on to do this and do that you know what else was fucking hilarious you know when they're doing like the video that showed like Joan or whoever was oh like, my god it, it wasn't Joan it was just some random lady in a hospital it's the girl in the in the same room but next to her I just watched the whole story on your life and you slept through it <laughs> no they, they just did a great job overall in this movie and I, I, I feel like these are the movies that need to be made more of because they're original they're very engaging there's a rewatchable factor in it like I tell people it's like you should watch theater camp like I thought it was a really good movie and I feel like I've been recommending this movie all over the place. I'm like, yeah. if you're looking for like a low, like a low key good time laugh, like pop this. Up. I think this is gonna do incredible on streaming. I hope so. I think this I, is one of those few things that like I, just it being like accessible to everyone, like a lot of people are probably gonna check out. So you know, whenever we're having these conversations, I'm always on like box office, like Mojo and stuff like that. Like every week, it seems to be making more money. No, like, yeah, it's doing like pretty decently, which I'm really happy about. I don't know how much this movie costs, but like. Like, it's made $2 million, which seems like nothing, but I feel like this movie cost, like, $40,000. Yeah. Or, like, $50,000. I don't know, what, but, like, every week, it's just, like, getting more and more and more. I, And maybe it kind of benefits that is during the Barbenheimer week, where it's sort of, like, when people, like, want to go watch a movie and they can, they're like, oh, let's just give Theater Camp a shot out. No, 100%. I think a lot of the seats were sold out for yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer, so I think a lot of people ended up seeing Theater Camp. Yeah, because I'm looking at, like, numbers. There's, like, one weekend where there's, like, a 400% increase from, like, the week before. And I'm oh, my like, God, that's awesome. I think it's word of mouth, too. I think it's doing it well. Yeah. I think people are, are telling other people to check we're, it we're, out. We're pushing people to watch this movie. Go watch Theater Camp, ladies and gentlemen. I do want to... I, yes. I want to talk about Greg real quick, because okay. Greg was my favorite part of this movie. He was the star. That was incredible, because they had, like, sprinkled in the moments where, like, he's, like, the most important person on... Also, um, I don't know her name. I feel so bad about it, but she's in The Bear, and she plays the actress who lied on her resume. And What's her name? I have no idea what her name is, if you want to look that up real quick. But, um, she lied on her resume, and so she says that she can joust, and she can oh, stage combat, it, it and all was that. The black that was girl. Really, yeah, yeah. She was freaking hilarious. She's so funny in this. She's she funny was, in everything. She she's also gonna be in Bottoms. Is she? Yeah, it's her and Rachel Sennett. No, she was awesome. It's like... She keeps saying, like, we are in this workshop to do... And then, like, And the kids just keep, keep giving her, like, answers. really sentimental, like, answers. And she's like, can someone have, like, a, a technical definition? Like, something that's not poetry. Her name is Ayo Abidi? Yeah, um, that's right. I, I'm destroying her Ayo Abidi, I think, yeah. yeah. She's also in the... What's it called? The Bear. Yeah, she's in The Bear. Wow. She's, like, a main character in The Bear. Oh, really? But I, I wanted to shout her out really quick because I think she's really great. Hey, but yo, going- you did great. <laughs> But going back to Greg, like, throughout the thing, it's, like, everybody needs Greg at all times. Like, he's the technical director or, like, he's in charge of all, like, the, 
the parts that make the show actually happen. And so he's running around like a crazy person through the whole thing. And like, there's one point when like he falls and just like embraces it and like tumbles down a whole hill. And I was like, that's great. And then like, he's teaching like a group of kids to do what he does and they're following a spotlight and he's like oh can you make it like more interest or like more difficult this is really easy and then just like breaks out into dance so like had like a hidden talent but like was behind the camera kind of thing it's from years like he was just perfecting it behind the scenes just watching it embracing it his name was glenn and the, the actor's name is noah galvin yeah Oh, was it Glenn, not Greg? My bad. It's Glenn. Don't worry. But literally, when he steps, because the, they they don't know, they don't tell you what's gonna happen. Like the main girl who's starring in Joan still drops yes. out. She gets a real role <laughs> in acting, and then like Ben Platt's character just gives up. They're like, "This is a train wreck." Molly, like, or um, Rebecca Diane never wrote the finale. She just like started singing things that were near her, and then cut to like the middle of the play glenn steps in and like takes the lead in a full-on dress and fucking crushes it and then there's like the killer line where he leans into rebecca diane and says like um like he's so good it makes me upset (laughs) (laughs) amos amos uh, amos was that guy's name amos who was ben platt's character is amos yeah it's just a very interesting name i've never heard of amos yeah, that was an interesting... I think the the two name, like, they don't ever call her Rebecca. They always call, call her, her Rebecca, Rebecca Diane. Diane. It was it's really like, funny. Yeah, it was just... Dude, no. And she, she does all the... When she, one of the Also, one of my favorite things was when she tells the kid, like, this is your... Li-. She's doing energy readings. Uh-huh. And she says, you are the oldest soul in this room. <laughs> and this is your last life. Well, it's like, and then it just cuts to the girl, life. like, completely wiped. Like. How dark is that to tell to a little kid? That, that was pretty thick, but... um. The, the son's name Troy I think Troy that was the kid yeah no the Troy like um when he went up and he tried to give a speech to get like hey everybody good morning and like no one gives any fucks who you are and then Amos comes on and sings a little ditty and they all chime in he's like, like I am uh, out of my place here this is not my element I just love that Amos like his character like uh Troy was like constantly like trying to figure out so what are these bills for and like what do we I really gotta start checking the mail (laughs) (laughs) no man I think everybody in the whole cast was fantastic the the not the set designer the costume designer guy yeah guy girl he was fabulous he was fabulous no he was just like his just like he was just like uh, he was like RuPaul, like pretty much. Like if RuPaul never made it, like this is where RuPaul would have been. He was so he had so much natural charisma. Like the scenes, so they do like a bedtime performer every night, and his scene dancing with the kids in the thing is so funny. And then at one point, like Amos says, like, "Oh, don't leave me at the party. Like I don't want to hear another story about him <laughs> naked in the '80s." And then it cuts to him directly talking about a story of, like where he's batshit crazy and naked in the '80s. I was like, this is so good. No, those are those, like, one-liners that, like, it reminds me of, like, this is what The Office is kind of like. Yeah, but, like, it was, it was so well done. I was just blown away. Because, again, I did not see a trailer. I had no expectations walking into this movie. And I laughed out loud, which is, like, pretty rare these days in a movie. So I was really, really pleased by this. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed this. There was a lot of jokes that went over my head. I'm like, you know, millennial me did not catch. But, like, <laughs> everybody else did. No, but the audience was pretty packed. And, like, the I want to want to watch it. I was like, wow, there's pretty full yeah i was i'm really i'm just pleasantly surprised by this whole thing like this movie brought a smile to my face i know man thumbs up for me big thumbs up for me this was awesome (laughs) 